Good morning, Middle family. My name is Jackie Lewis, and I'm the senior minister here at Middle Church. And on behalf of our entire family, I wish you a merry, merry Christmas. As we continue to celebrate the 12 days of Christmas, I hope that this day finds you well, having enjoyed time with family, friends, loved ones, and that as you turn your face toward the new year, that you will be filled with blessings. Today, our new members are joining, and then you have a beautiful sermon by our own Reverend Ben Perry. So as we prepare to worship our God, won't you take a deep breath with me? Let us worship the Holy One who came as a little baby. My name is Lee McCumber. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. I live in Post Falls, Idaho. My name is uh, Tabby Holler-Jordan. I'm based in Zurich, Switzerland. Good morning. Um, I live here at the Jersey Shore. Uh, hi, I'm Amy K. Watson. I am, uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. I'm Michael, Kate, and this is Oz, our five-month-year-old boy. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Freda, and I'm she and her, hers. Hi, I'm Brad, and uh, his are my pronouns. I live here in New York City. Good morning. Uh, it's great to be with you all. My name is Kenya. Um, I'm from New York, but I'm currently located in Philadelphia. Hey, I'm Kelly Denham. I live in Brooklyn. Um, morning. I um, am she, her. I live in West Michigan. Hey, everybody. Uh, Mark, uh, he, him, his. So I'm in Western Massachusetts. Hi, um, I'm Jana, and she, her pronouns. Um, <clears throat> I live in New York. Hey, good morning, everyone. My name is Jess. My pronouns are they, them. Hello, good morning. Uh, calling in from Astoria, Queens. Pronouns are she, her. Good morning, everyone. Hello, my name is Cameo. My pronouns are she, her. Hi, I am looking for a place where not only me, but my kids can thrive in. So I'm hoping that middle can be that for us. Thank you. Friends, every time someone joins Middle Church, Every time someone joins our movement for love and justice, their personality, their unique particularity, their passions, they make us who we are. They change us just a little bit. And together, we make a beautiful new thing happen. So we give God thanks today for the gifts of these new members, for all of their journeys, for each individual way of thinking about and talking about and loving on God. We ask Holy One, that what they bring to Middle Church will be profoundly a gift to us. And we pray that we will be a gift to them. This is our prayer in your many and beautiful names. Amen.
lower and take it back just a little bit to the church where we go. Walk in the light, beautiful light, the dewdrops of Today's worship, Mr. Ben is going to talk to us all about joy. And I'm so glad that he is because joy really matters to God. And in fact, the Bible encourages us to make a joyful noise to God. Now for me, a joyful noise is anything that you share with God and others that helps you think differently about your day. So what are some ways that you express your joy? Do you wear your favorite hoodie, like I'm doing right now? Do you dance? Do you sing? Probably better than me. Do you smile softly to yourself? Do you pray in your heart to God? However you experience joy, I want you to go ahead, maybe get your grown-up to help you, and put it in the chat below. Now, one way we can think about joy is that it's something that adds to our day. It adds positivity and helps to fuel us so that we are better throughout the day, a better version of ourselves. And so in my example, I need to think about my day kind of like coffee and my joy kind of like oat milk. Now, maybe for you, it's juice and it's goldfish. I just don't have those things here. And so, you know, my day is fine on its own right there's nothing wrong with my day but maybe it's not as filling as it could be or as bright as it could be or as cheerful as it could be but when I add my joy to my day it completely changes the way that my day looks completely shapes my attitude and my experience it adds sweetness to my day Maybe it fills me up a little bit more, fuels me a little bit better, and it helps me make decisions that let me be kinder and more loving to people around me and to help change the world. And so, yes, that's the secret. That's why your grown-ups drink it so much every day. They are preparing to be love warriors, to share God's love and joy with other people because they know how important it is to not only experience joy, but share it with everyone God around them. I want you to find one thing, at least one thing, every single day that you can be joyful about, that you can sing or dance or smile or pray about. And I don't want you to stop there. Are you still listening? I want you to find that joyful thing and share it with somebody else because sharing our joy is one way that we share love with everyone around us. And sharing your joy can make the difference in somebody else's day and helps them feel like they can make a joyful noise to God.
okay? So that's my challenge to you. Find the joyful thing and share it out, okay? So let's pray together and then we'll go sing Sia Humba. Dear God, thank you for joy. And thank you for helping us share it with everyone around us. Amen? Amen. We are marching in the light of God. 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 We are marching. We are marching. We are marching in the light of God. We are marching. We are marching. Hi, I'm Wesley Rowell, and this is Middle Rising. We are still recovering and still moving after our physical building burned to the ground on December 5th. We are grieving and dreaming with you for updates on our building and our rising efforts. Visit middlechurch.org slash rising. Join us for our New Year's Eve celebration at 6 p.m. on December 31st on all of our live streams. Uh, someone named Wesley Rowell will be preaching and the music will be by the fabulous Dion McLean Freeney. In this Christmas tide, we look forward to new small groups kicking off in the new year. Visit middlechurch.org for a roundup of new groups beginning in the new year, including a trans Bible study, um, an overview of the New Testament, and a book read of Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. Please join me in a time of prayer. Lord, on this last Sunday of a year, that many of us, frankly, cannot wait to be over. We pause. And we stop in the stillness to hear a word from you. Lord, we thank you for being in the light and in the darkness. We thank you for the opportunity to lean in for our eyes to get accustomed to that which we cannot see. A democracy teetering on the edge of collapse, or perhaps a country finally coming to terms with its original sins. A pandemic still killing thousands of people a day, and a vaccine with a promise of ending this COVID nightmare, a stimulus package after months and months and months of delays that almost 
does nothing to significantly change the plight of those most severely affected. Lord, help us to see what we cannot see with our eyes. Lord, the choir this morning sang, we will walk in the light, the beautiful light, come where the dewdrops of mercy shine bright. Oh, shine around us by day and by night, Jesus, the light of the world. Lord, you sent your baby into a world of political strife, a world where growing up as other was practically a death sentence. And yet you gave us other, not a warrior, not a general, not an elite being from an elite system, but a brown-skinned Jewish Palestinian baby boy. Born in the most humble of circumstances, not unlike the circumstances many brown-skinned babies are born in today. Lord, help us to see what our eyes cannot see. Help us to see the intentionality of your gift to us. Lord, help us to see the beauty that is still around us. As your great psalmist Stevie Wonder says, help us to see the joy inside our tears, because it is that joy, your joy, that gives us the strength to face another day in the emergency room or the classroom or the boardroom. May we see joy, may we see light with new eyes. In your many names we pray. Amen. Now, Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Pray it in the way you know it, or feel free to join me in the inclusive version found in the bulletin. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name, your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Good loading. Christmas morning. Amen. 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 Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Middle. Happy holidays, Middle. Merry Christmas. Bye, Middle. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Middle. Happy holidays, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Have a Merry Christmas, Middle Church. Happy year. Hope you have a good year, Middle. Happy holidays, Middle. Love to all. Happy holidays.
come, oh come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, that mourns in lowly exile here, until the Son of God Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise God in the heights above. Praise her, all her angels. Praise her, all her heavenly hosts. Praise them, sun and moon. Praise them, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens, and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at her command they were created, and she established them forever and ever. She issued a decree that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding. You mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures and flying birds, kings of the earth and all nations, you princes and rulers of the earth, young men and old women, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for God's name alone is exalted. Their splendor is above the earth and the heavens, and she has raised up for her people a horn, the praise of all her faithful servants. Israel, the people close to her heart, praise the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you say a prayer with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. The Psalms are funny. Not in a ha-ha sense, usually, though I'll admit that the thought of the crack in praising God does give me the giggles. But they're funny and odd in a deeper, mystical strangeness. The scripture I read this morning, Psalm 148, 
falls right in the middle of a whole series of poems of praise. Psalm 144, praise be to God, my rock, our sheep will increase by thousands. Psalm 145, the Lord is good to all, God has compassion on all God has made. Psalm 146, God upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry, the Lord sets prisoners free. Psalm 147, how good it is to sing praises to, to our God, how fitting. Psalm 149, let them praise God's name with dancing. Psalm 150, praise God with the trumpet sound. And here in Psalm 148, praise God, sun and moon, and praise God, you sea monsters. This is how the book of Psalms ends, with one after another repeated hymns of praise. Now, at face value, this might not be surprising. It's the Bible. Why wouldn't there be loud and repeated adulation? But here's the thing. For just about all of ancient Judean history, there wasn't much material cause for celebration. Even in periods of relative prosperity, like during King Solomon's reign, Israel was never a powerful nation. They were consistently and constantly at the mercy of empires that surrounded them, sandwiched between the Assyrians to the north and the Egyptians to the south, raided by a variety of more technologically and militarily advanced Mediterranean cultures. Indeed, what periods of safety and prosperity they did enjoy were frequently purchased through costly tributes paid to these oppressive neighbors. And those were the brief and short-lived high points. Elsewhere, the story is grim. Famine. Exile. Slavery. The destruction of their beautiful temple, raised to rubble on the ground. When you take into account these historical circumstances, the lamentation of Psalm 22, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Or the anger of Psalm 137, dreams of heads smashed against rocks seem to make more sense. But this glorious, joyful refrain, it begins to ring quite odd indeed. So what's going on? Some people suggest that these passages are a form of wish fulfillment, that like the Canaan conquest narratives that never actually happened, they were treasured scripture because they portrayed an alternate reality, one in which Israel was mighty and exalted instead of perennially oppressed. Forgive me. I don't buy it. I don't think the Psalms conclude with these repeated hymns of praise because this is some kind of ancient fantasy about the way the world might be. I think the likeliest answer is the simplest. The psalmist's overwhelming joy rings through because people were joyful, despite their pain. And this commingling of praise and sorrow reminds us of something important. Joy isn't avoiding grief. It's a way to process grief without letting it define who we are. I think that's actually one of the key differences between joy and anger. Too often we are angry as a way to prevent experiencing the pain of loss. I was talking recently with metal member Donald Grove, who was a big part of ACT UP in the 80s, and he was reflecting on how, in retrospect, he felt that he and so many of his fellow activists embraced that righteous anger in part because it allowed them to avoid the overwhelming anguish of watching a generation of beloved queer people die from AIDS. 
while government sat and watched. But that's the thing about grief. If we avoid it, we don't escape it. Sooner or later, tears of morning dawn, the only way out is through. And the question is, how will we travel? Joy offers a way to look unblinkingly at our pain, acknowledge and hold it, while simultaneously rejecting to be imprisoned within its walls. Joy is resistance. It looks like kids gathered in a virtual classroom the day after our sanctuary burned, cackling, jumping on their beds, delighting in stories at our kids' multicultural book fair. It feels like the laughter in our Zoom rooms, mirth that in itself testifies love is flame retardant. And it sounds like our gospel choir, gathered around still smoking rubble, singing, God is here. If anyone had doubts that joy is resilience, they need look no further than this congregation. And in our songs, in our laughter, in our love, we give the world a gift, a reminder of what God is still doing, in the same way that God moved through the Israelites, planting songs of praise in their hearts even in exile, God is moving through us now. Our hymns of praise offer a grieving, weary nation a different way to mourn. Joy is not a diversion. It is the tune of our salvation. If you're not ready for joy yet, that's okay too. Know how much we love you. Feel this family holding you, weeping with you, and hoping that we will all get there in time. Whenever you're ready, joyful welcome will be waiting. However, too often experiencing joy in moments like this can produce feelings of guilt, fear that we shouldn't allow ourselves to embrace gladness amid so much pain. And this psalm is a reminder. Damn it, God does not want you feeling guilty. If I don't sing in joy, my anger will overwhelm me. And when that finally burns out, I may never stop crying. So I'm going to sing. And the psalmist invites you to sing with us. Today is a reminder. This fragile, hopeful, yet unmistakably powerful joy is what we find in the manger. Don't let the glitzy trimmings trick you. The circumstances of the first Christmas were more like this Christmas than any we've had in a while. Look who showed up. Shepherds who come in fear and trembling, while a family huddled without shelter. A tyrant's crosshairs on their son. It's joy to the world, not as an affirmation of what is already here, but joy to the world because we palpably, viscerally need it. It's so tempting to feel like our joy doesn't matter, that against the enormity of the crises we face, rejoicing is one more luxury we can't afford. But Christmas reminds us, the love we proclaim, and the fragile, tender, but disciplined hope with which we proclaim it, is the thing that matters most. Jesus' birth is a radical subversion of how we understand power. Christ does not come as a conquering army. 
God's incarnation isn't in a palace, but a stable. Surely the birth of a child to a teenage mother, only married because of Gabriel's shotgun wedding speech to Joseph, a family subsequently exiled into Egypt, surely this cannot be the source of our help. God, you must have made a mistake. Where are the chariots? Where are the soldiers who will topple Herod and cast out Rome? But God's answer comes like a whisper. The child is enough. Your joy is enough. Your hope is enough. Love is enough. Indeed, it's always been the only power this world cannot burn. When we return to the psalmist, we hear the fruits this resilient joy will bear. Nations and rulers will be forever changed. They will pass laws that will celebrate young and old, men and women and gender nonconforming folks alike in radiant glory. Grateful words will flow from every mouth because everything they need to thrive. But the psalmist isn't content with just that. When we live fully into our joy, the moon and sun will praise God. Fire, hail, and snow will fall in line. Wild animals and cattle will rejoice, and so will the creeping things. Even Cthulhu will fall to its knees. This joy is both a proclamation and a promise. It refuses to give in to powers of sin and death, to cower before calamity, not by pretending that they aren't real, but by refusing to let them purchase our souls. We so badly need that glorious future where captives are freed, where poor people are exalted, where sickness no longer haunts our streets and dreams. We thirst for beloved community where God's love is law. But anger by itself will not take us there. Grief by itself cannot bring our birthright closer. Joy, however. Joy is the force that affirms that though we aren't there yet, God has told us where we're going. So this Christmas, if you can, sing joyfully. And in Christ's name, do not feel guilty about it. Its stirring is an invitation. Will you proclaim love to a world that needs it? Be joy in the world, friends. And Merry Christmas. Friends, we have heard beautiful music and a wonderful sermon. Thank you so much, Ben, for your vulnerable soul and your excellent exegesis of this text. And now it's my honor to invite you to join our movement. Join the movement, you may say? Yes, Middle Church is not just a church. It's a movement of love and justice that expands across this nation and has members around the globe. People who yearn for a place where love is love is love. People who can't wait to be connected to a movement of justice that is working against racism and for the rights of LGBTQIA people, um, that celebrates women's leadership, that loves on children and seniors, that is committed to economic justice and to make sure that Mother Earth is well. This is who we are. This is what we've done. We have fed the hungry. We have created funding sources for those who uh, are unable to pay their rent and their mortgages in this time of COVID. We have stood up 
for marriage equality in Albany and in DC. We are dying in, in the streets. We're standing up for Black Lives Matter. We believe that our faith life is both about our individual relationship with the holy and also how we make the whole world well. In other words, healing our souls and the world. If you'd like to be a part of a place where you're welcome just as you are, as you make it to our digital door, if you'd like to be a place that is multi all the things, every ethnicity, every race, every gender and gender representation, if you wanna be a part of a place that really believes that God speaks more than one language and that God loves you just exactly as you are, you have found at home. So how do you join us? You go to middlechurch.org slash join and it's easy. You become a member and then we welcome you into new member gatherings. Let's say you just want our newsletter. You can do that also at the website. And if you want to help us rise up after the ashes that devastated our sanctuary, you can go to middlechurch.org slash rising. And every donation you make there will help us to reimagine, to repair, and to rebuild our sacred spaces. I hope that you'll join us. And I want to say to you in advance, welcome home. Wow. 
anxious situation That's why through every test and every trial There is revelation That God is able to supply Each and every one of your needs Why don't you trust God? Oh, you will receive Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus God can heal that you'd have your healing and once
It's love, 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 love. Uh, love the world until we see the world. Love the world until we see the world. Brown, black, white, and blue, and brown, black, white, and blue, and brown, black, white, and blue, and every other color too. God, I'm standing here till it's so. Pray until I receive it. I'm on one knee till I receive it. Oh, I receive, I receive, I receive. I receive your healing. Receive your love today. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, for the gift of music, for the gift of friendship and family, for the gift of digital connections across the cyberspace, we give you thanks. We give you thanks that fire doesn't shut down our ministry. And we give you thanks for holy imagination and all of the ways that we will continue to be your people in this time and in the days to come. Thank you for Ben's offering to this community and be sure to bless each of us exactly where we are, exactly as we are. Amen.
While I was writing today's sermon, I went and watched old footage of ACT UP protests. Take a look at this clip. This is a story of a coalition. My interpretation, my rendition of ACT UP, the AIDS coalition to unleash power, the NIH on its final hour. Can you say it with me? Storm the NIH, let's go. There's Storm anger. The NIH, yeah. Oh, there is joy too. And it's that same resistant, resilient joy that we need right now. Amid a pandemic, dare to sing a joyful song. In the ruins of a church, let that tune rise from your heart. Cry out, God is here. And know that those stirrings in your soul are God's own whisper, inviting you to let something new be born in the world. So Merry Christmas, friends. Go and be that love today. Be joy to a world that needs it.